in the now classic Simon Pegg movie, Hot Fuzz, a favorite of mine, Sergeant Turner is fond of saying, Nobody tells me nothing. Sounds like a likely excuse. Welcome to Strive, Seek, Find podcast. I'm your host, Chance Whitmore. As I'm recording this on Mother's Day 2022, I'd like to shout out all you mothers out there and your hard work and sacrifice for your kids, and especially to my wife and mother for both being amazing people and all they do every day, including tolerating me. It's time for episode 102, after a series of delays. And in today's episode, I thought I'd like to touch on the ever-present blame game that we play with ourselves. What it does to you and where it might come from. Also, I'd like to touch just briefly on an issue that should have Americans concerned regarding the treatment of sailors in the U.S. Navy. And in worth mentioning, a history podcast that a friend introduced me to recently. Now let's get started. To start us off, I want to pose a question. How often have you thought or heard one of the following phrases when things have not gone your way? They owed me and didn't give it to me. They just don't like me. I got screwed. The fix was in and I might as well not have ever showed up. Or any of the other thousand things that come to our minds when things don't go exactly our way. Or at least how we think our way should be. At different times of life, in different situations, odds say you have either thought, verbalized, or had someone tell you one or more of these phrases to the point where it's like a nice, warm, comforting blanket or a way to stir yourself up into a stomach-churning rage. Either way, it's easy to do. If you've ever missed on a job interview or a promotion, lost a tight game or other contest, Heck, while you're at home with your family, got beat by in tiddlywinks for the 15th time by Grandpa Fred. It doesn't matter. It's easier to blame someone else or something else for the loss. Even if it's just as simple as, I just wasn't lucky today. Allows us to take pressure off ourselves, to deflect responsibility for our choices and actions. And if it's something you really, really desire, it's easy to get envious in those situations, which makes this worse. Makes it so easy to give in to the blame game, to make yourself feel better. It's not that I didn't answer two of the questions properly, and I knew it going out the door. It's not that the other person just flat out interviewed me that day. It was because the deck was stacked in their favor, or the fix was in. Honestly, however you're using it, if you're using it, and whatever the cause, it's completely counterproductive. So your choices become simple. One, you can disenfranchise yourself by giving power to the world to determine your success or failure. Other people have impact on that, 
but giving it all to someone else. Giving your power away on some level has to be completely demoralizing because then you have to be fearful and anxious in a world that you'd like on some level to have impact on. Or you can be self-reflective. Take a step back from the experience and analyze what you did or didn't do. Why didn't you win the game? Oh, I missed four tackles. I didn't get the takedown. I haven't been working on my free throws, and I shot 33%. Break it down and figure out where you got to get better. Choose the skills and work on them. Then step back again and ask yourself the question, does it really matter enough to me to put the work in? Because it's really easy to say, I want to play at the next level, or I want to be the CEO, or I want to graduate with the highest honors and end up with a CPA. But it's a lot harder to put in the work, figure out the steps, figure out if you have the aptitude, and move forward. And as you're asking yourself those questions, if the answer's an overwhelming yes, go to grinding. Get there. Reach your goals. Because while the blame game can feel good temporarily, we all need to remember at those times... No one owes you anything, so you got to work it out. And for those of you who say, what if the fix really was in? Hell yeah, it happens, but you can't control that. What you can control is getting better and put yourself in a situation where you're so good that you leave no doubt. If you're not paying attention, this one comes from CNN and the article, Sailors say aircraft carrier that had multiple suicides occur among the crew was uninhabitable by Oren Lieberman. This one is painful. It's awful. The article describes the conditions on the USS George Washington while it's in dock for refit currently and the impact it's having on the sailors who are living and working there. The George Washington has had seven sailor deaths in the last year, at least four by suicide, And the living conditions are such that some sailors describe sleeping in their cars in the middle of winter the better alternative. And they describe galleys running out of food, air conditioning systems or heating systems not working. All in all, it doesn't seem like a very livable environment in any other field. Read this article. Take a look. Because this isn't a ship overseas on war footing. This is a ship in dock for refit. There doesn't seem to be any logical reason for privation, and this needs to be addressed. And hey, if I'm wrong on this, and those of you who have listened who have served or are serving, please reach out and tell me, tell me now. I'll get your answers out next week. Two quick shout-outs. First off, shout-out to Ian McGlynn for his retirement from the Army. You remember a few weeks ago, Ian was on talking about his career in one of our 10 Questions episodes. Well, his retirement ceremony was last week. So congratulations, Ian, and best of luck on your next adventure. Next up, a shout-out to my eldest, Erica, who, after an interesting season in track, managed to PR in both shot and disc at the district tourney by five feet in the shot and seven feet in the discus. Way to go, kiddo. Very proud of you. Worth mentioning.
I love history podcasts, especially things that take a different look at events of history. As of late, this has been especially true as I've been on the search for podcasts for my oldest to listen to to pique her interest in history. Enter the Broadly Underestimated podcast. In the latest episode, Kristen discusses Elizabeth Packard and the way the mental health system was weaponized against her for disagreeing with her husband's wishes. By any modern standard, it's horrifying, but it is an important touch point in American history. Go give it a listen. I'll throw the link in the show notes. And that's it for this episode, number 102 of Strive, Seek, Find. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast or leave a review, links are in the show notes. Until next time, keep seeking your own brilliant